Thank you for tuning in. Please like, turn on notifications, subscribe, or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into this episode of Chamber Chat Live here on Facebook, brought to you by the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. Before we begin our episode, as always, we like to thank our 2021 mission and vision partners, our MVPs. You see them right there on the screen. These folks deserve some of your attention because they are contributing to programming like this and also programming at the chamber. Some of them have been very longtime members and stewards in the community. Uh, so we hope you would check some of them out. Some of the names may seem familiar. If some of them aren't, again, we encourage you to uh, certainly uh, check them out. Thanks once again to our 2021 Mission and Vision Partners, our MVPs. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Bill Vitiello. I am the Director of Institutional Relationships and Marketing for the Victory Bank in Limerick. Welcome again to this episode. Um, we have an action-packed one here for you today. Um, typically during this session, we do talk with Eileen, who is the Executive Director from the President's Desk. We've now taken, taken the President's Desk out of Eileen's office and placed it in front of Danielle, who is our, what's your official title, Danielle? Marketing and- Marketing and Communications Director. Okay. I don't want to sell it short. That's why I wanted to make sure yeah. I got, I got <laughs> it right. You. So I'm going to turn it over to Danielle for a few announcements, and then we're going to get into today's guest. So Danielle, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, like Bill said, huge thank you to our 2021 Mission and Vision partners for their support. Um, I just have a qu few quick announcements before we um, speak with our guest. So we have two events coming up next week that I want um, to let everyone know about. On Wednesday from 8.30 to 10 a.m., we have a membership breakfast with John Whitehall. Um, he is a corporate trainer. He's been training CEOs, um, executives, managers for over 30 years, and he's going to be presenting on top leadership blind spots. So if you're currently in a leadership position or you have an employee that you're preparing to transition into um, a supervisory role, this is a great opportunity to learn, um, fine-tune your leadership skills a little bit. So if you're a chamber member, it's only $15 per ticket. If you're a non-member, you're still welcome to join us at $30 per ticket. Um, so you can check out our website to register for that. And then on Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m., we have um, Tri-County Young Professionals Networking. So it's a virtual networking event free for all attendees. You don't have to be a chamber member. Um, so if you're in the age range of 21 to 40, um, please feel free to join us. Um, grow your network with other young professionals in the area. So that's another great opportunity to network and build relationships. So we have that coming up as well. Um, and then one final announcement is we still have lots of PPE in our office. So if you are a Montgomery County business with 100 employees or less, and you need personal protective equipment for your business, please reach out to us. We have free kits that we can provide for you. They have face shields, reusable face masks, hand sanitizer, sanitizing wipes, and contactless thermometers. So we have a ton of boxes in our conference room <laughs> that we are ready to rehome. So if you do need PPE, feel free to reach out to the chamber office and we can get you set up with that. 
And that is another thing that you do not have to be a chamber member. As long as you are in Montgomery County, 100 employees or less, you're eligible to receive the kits. So if you're in need, definitely contact us. That was one of the things I was going to ask if you had to be a chamber member to um, get the PPE kits. No, it's open to anyone. Membership is not required. So that's great. That's great. Yeah. And just to go back to your first announcement, $15 to hear John Whitehall speak is a bargain. Let me tell you, <laughs> he's extremely knowledgeable and will uh, definitely definitely have you leveling up with your leadership. Uh, he's an excellent presenter and uh, well worth uh, the investment there. So Danielle, yeah, thank we you had so him last week um, for a seminar on time management and productivity, and it was awesome. Some great takeaways. So we look forward to having him back again next week. Absolutely, absolutely, Danielle. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate That's it. No problem. Thank are you gonna you. Are you gonna sign off? Do you have a sign off like Eileen does? Usually, she does this thing where she signs off and then is like, "I'll see you later." I don't. I don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> Not I as cool know, as Eileen. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know if you were practicing one, so I figured I'd offer you the chance. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us yeah, today. I appreciate everybody. it. Yeah. It's always great to make sure we catch up on announcements from the chamber. Again, there's so much going on in the community. We want to be sure that we're getting the message out there. And then also you guys are participating as well. Uh, that's extremely important to us. So once again, welcome to this episode. I'm going to bring my next guest in now. Uh, it's actually, it's been quite a few years since we connected and I'm really excited to get the conversation started again. Uh, so my guest today is Heather Chandler. Heather is from the Seal Strip Corporation. Heather, welcome to Chamber Chat Live. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Bill? I'm doing really good. I miss talking with you. I'm so glad we can reconnect. Uh, it's been uh, quite a few years. Uh, so look, for folks who are unaware of what Seal Strip is, tell me a little bit about Seal Strip, please. We're located in Gilbertsville and we're a manufacturer and we manufacture machinery and tapes that go to some of the world's biggest brands to make their packages easy, open and resealable. So if you've ever had a package where you opened the bag, you took out some product out of it, you rolled the bag down. Yes, that is it. That's probably one of our most recognized packages is the goldfish and you roll the bag down stick the tape over the top of the bag to reseal it and we at seal strip right in gilbertsville provide we design and build the machinery as well as we make the tape that we then sell to companies like pepperidge farm that makes goldfish as well as other global brands that everybody recognizes and then in their factories when they make and package those goldfish crackers for example they add the tape to their package using our machinery that it, i i love it and it was funny because right before uh, it came on today my wife says to me she goes who are you having on I said, oh, it's Heather from Seal Strip Corporation. And, and she's like, where, what are they? What do they do? And I, I went and I pulled out the package of, of goldfish. And she goes, that's them? She's like, gold at Pepperidge Farm, like a national company? And I said, yeah, the Seal Strip is legit. Absolutely. So um, kudos to you and your team. I know you're not only domestic, you're international as well. Um, you, do, you provide such creative solutions to packaging. Um, again, folks can go on your website and kind of take a look at that and, and, and see what you're all involved with. But uh, so so tell me, how did you get started in the business? I know you have a little bit of a story, so I want I want you to share. Yes. Yeah, so um, Seal Strip is a family business. 
um, my late stepfather, Pat Foreman, founded the business, and he it was located in Conshohocken at the time. And then in the mid '80s, um, my mom actually started with the company, and I would work there in high school. I would do office work, and in the summers, I would actually submit a proposal about what I could do for the summer, what great project I could take for the summer to work, and then. Um, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my career. And I found out very late in my college career that I really didn't want to do what my degree was in, which was elementary education. So I was like, hey, I'm young and you know, I don't have any obligations. I think I'm just gonna like travel some. And I called up my mom and was like, hey, I'm gonna like, I think I'm gonna take like six months a year off and like travel, go, you know, see the world. And she's like, Yeah, who's gonna pay rent? And I'm like, um, I thought you were. And she's like, I'll see you at the office on Monday. <laughs> and so um, 30 years ago, just about, um, I showed up at the office and I started doing office work. And I realized very quickly that Sealstrip really needed um, some more experts, some more people who were really intimately familiar with our technology and what we did and how to get it into the marketplace. And so although my degree was in elementary education, I really became very interested in the product. And I went back and got my MBA and then my law degree in order to advance in the company and move into management. So um, next year, it'll be in next January, it'll be 30 years, which is wow. crazy since I'm only 40 um, that I've been I've been with the company. That's that's great. I love it. And it's, it's also interesting that how events younger in life, you know, kind of steer what happens for the rest of your life. Right. You know, like you said, here, you think you're going to be traveling the world and doing all this fancy stuff. And, you know, you wind up uh, with the realities that. Yeah, you need you need to work in order to, you know, pay rent and, you know, pay for other things that you want for the lifestyle you want to enjoy. Right. Absolutely. And I really learned, you know, over the first decade or so at Sealstrip that leadership was really, really my calling. I joke that, you know, although I've spent a lot of time, obviously, in packaging and I understand um, consumer brands and things like that, you know, leadership really is, you know, being able to be parachuted into any situation and taking the same sets of principles and applying them to any business or any situation. Yeah, so you're spot on, and I'd like you to talk a little bit more about that because um, I've heard you speak before. I've also heard you speak on um, uh, working in like a multi generational workspace, which is uh, you know all more the norm nowadays. Um, but but I want you to speak a little bit about that, and I also would like you to lead into how you've been recognized for one of the best places to work. So if you start out with the leadership piece, that'd be great. Sure. So yeah, one of my kind of specialties, one of my hobbies is research on the different generations in the workplace. And I really love it because part of leadership is really building bridges. And one of the ways to build bridges between coworkers that can be one of the more challenging ways between um, direct reports and their leadership or their managers, and then even between employees who are peers is understanding those generational differences and what's important to each generation. You know, very different things are important to baby boomers when they are in the workplace than are important to Gen Zers, which are the ones who are just now entering the workforce. So, you know, that's kind of part of what we do at Sealstrip in our culture is what we call meeting people where they are. So it's a case of looking at an employee and saying, here's what their needs are. Here's what's important to them. Here's what recognition looks like to them. 
And that's often tied to their age, their generation, what their environment's been up until that time, what kind of values they have as far as the importance of work in their life, which is something that's really evolved over the generations is how important what you do for your day job is. You know, for baby boomers, the first thing when you talk to a baby boomer, they want to tell you is about their career and about what they've spent their life working on in terms of a job. When you meet a Gen Zer, that's generally not the top of their list of their accomplishments in life. It's the things they do outside their day job. So a business really accommodating and accepting the fact that unlike baby boomers, who, you know, one of the best jokes in the intergenerational uh, circuit is when a baby boomer does a great job, you say, hey, I'm going to give you a company cell phone. You know, that'll allow you to work even more. And the baby boomer's like, yes. But if you give a millennial or a Gen Z, they do a great job. You give them a company phone. That's like giving somebody who just won a pie eating contest a pie. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, really? I just did a great job and you now want me to work more? So it's really, again, meeting people where they are. And that's really been a specialty at Seal Strip, which is one of the reasons I feel that we've made the Pennsylvania best places to work list for 11 consecutive years. That is remarkable, uh, especially consecutive. Um, I, I want to encourage the folks, I'm, I'm looking at my comment section here, you know, while we have Heather, she's a subject matter expert on leadership. So I would encourage any comments or questions that you have for Heather, you know, while we have her here, let's see um, if you have any questions that Heather can provide answers to. Um, can you also answer a question for me? I was kind of kind of curious when you have multi-generational um, employees working in the same space, and there's conflict, right? We're human beings. There's bound to be some conflict. There's some differences of opinion. How do you go about just even starting to solve that? Do you put everybody in the same room? Like what, what's the thought process there? Well, that somewhat has to do with individual personalities. Some people are particularly conflict averse. And when you've got somebody that's conflict averse and putting them in the same room with someone who's completely open to conflict can be a little overwhelming. So I think generally, while generations are important because different generations value different aspects of their work life and different things are important to them. For example, um, with baby boomers, collaboration is super important. Gen Xers, not so much. Gen Xers kind of want to be given the job and be left alone to do their job. Um, so those kind of things can arise because a boomer might expect a lot more updates and meetings on, you know, how the project's going and what's going on. And a Gen Xer is like, hey, I was a latchkey kid. I had my house key around my neck and I was perfectly fine to make dinner on my own. I can handle this project. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So kind of finding out where those differences are in where people are coming from can allow you to almost individually kind of approach each person and say, okay, so I see you might be having trouble with the reporting structure here and how often reports are required. Let's find out why those reports are required. Let's find out what's motivating the need for those reports. So kind of digging in to what's important to each person and what needs and what fears come behind what they're struggling with or what they're frustrated with. And that's where your leadership skills come into play, right? You need to be able to identify what makes people tick in each one of those situations. Got to be close to that. 
absolutely. And really, and again, that's kind of meeting people where they are, where you say, you know, yes, it's frustrating if somebody has an insecurity or they can't handle constructive criticism or whatever. Yes, those things are frustrating and we can coach to them a little bit and say, you know, when someone says, this needs to be different or this needs to be better. That's not about you, that's about the work product. So let's find ways through improving your skills, maybe delegating, maybe consulting with a coworker on something that you need to produce that might not be in your sweet spot of skills and just kind of trying to work with the person to get them to where they need to be instead of saying, oh, cut and dried, they're eh, off with their head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So speaking of leadership and, and teamwork, I know, um, you know, you're looking for qualified people who want to be part of a great organization. So let's talk a little bit about careers with Seal Strip and, um, you know, some different paths that folks might be able to take. And then maybe also some openings that you have at Seal Strip, please. Absolutely. So super excitingly, um, Sealstrip is growing leaps and bounds. This year, we're slated to bring on a customer that will dramatically increase our size, which means that we're hiring in just about every department. Right now, we're focusing on production. You can see on the screen there, machine operators. Um, we manufacture the tape, as I talked about, which you know, we have skilled operators. It's not something, it's something we train for. So when you come in, you need ba basic math skills. You need to be able to read a ruler, a tape measure. You need to understand that three quarters is bigger than half an inch. Those kind of, you know, some basic math skills. When you have, you know, five rolls in a case and you need, you know, six cases, that means you're gonna need 30 rolls. You know, some of those basic math things, no, mm -hmm. no trigonometry involved. But so we're looking for machine operators primarily second shift, but also first shift. We're also looking for help in our machine shop. Um, we're also right now searching for a logistics coordinator. One of the exciting things about bringing on a huge new customer is that as we grow, we take existing jobs that may be done by one person. One person may do five different things. Well, now we can split that apart and that person can really specialize in one or two of those things. And then we add a job where somebody else takes on some of those other responsibilities. And that's what our logistics coordinator is going to do. Currently, logistics is kind of rolled into production planning and shipping and receiving. But now we're going to have somebody who's solely responsible for our relationships with logistics companies and getting our products to our customers and getting products in from our vendors. So that's a super important position that's a new one for us. Um, we also make a lot of samples. So you can imagine a company like Pepperidge Farm with Goldfish comes to us and says, what's my package going to look like with your feature added? And you can see on our website, there's lots of different features that we do and that we make, and they'd like to see what our their package is going to look like. So we actually take their film, their product, and add our feature to it and make samples for their marketing teams to review and their operations folks to review. So that's a part-time position, but it's really super specialized because it's a perfect job for somebody who's kind of artsy, but yet likes the precision of exact measurements. So someone with maybe some graphics or design experience who also likes to create things and to work with their hands because you're not making 500 of something on a machine, you're making something by hand to share with a customer or a potential customer. 
How cool. What a great opportunity to be a part of your organization. And, you know, especially right now where, um, you know, unfortunately some folks are out of work uh, and maybe rethinking their career and putting, uh, you know, a company fit rather than, um, or one of a better company fit rather than an actual job description or a job title. Um, so to be a part of your culture that has been how many years in a row now? 11? 11. Yep. 11 years in a row. Best places to work. I mean, it's great opportunity for a conversation. And I, I know you would welcome those conversation with open arms as well. Um, so. Absolutely. And, you know, even if we don't have an exact position that's a fit, we love to build what we call bench strength. So mm -hmm. if we talk to somebody, we get a resume and we're reading over and we're like, wow, this person looks like they'd be a fantastic fit. Or we have an interview for a position where the person might not be the exact fit for that job, but we say, hey, you know what? Their skill set looks fantastic for this other department. And so by building that bench strength, even if it's not a job today, it might be a job tomorrow where we call you up and say, hey, you know, you weren't a fit for this role, but we're now hiring in this area. And those are the first places we go when we create a new job or are looking to fill a role is we go to our bench and see what who we've talked to over the weeks, the months, and even the years sometimes. We've had occasions where we've gone back and I've said, you know, I worked with someone who was working for a different company and I think they'd be a really good fit at Sealstrip. I wonder if we can track them down. And I've tracked down people on LinkedIn or through vendors, just knowing, just feeling in my gut that they'd be a good fit for Sealstrip. So we really look for that cultural fit. Somebody who wants to be part of a great team, wants to go the extra mile and wants to feel like they're really part of something. That's the number one feedback we get in our best places to work survey is at Sealstrip, you're never a number. The the management and the owners really care about people as people. And, you know, somebody, when I was in the office last week, I go in about once or twice a week, somebody, one of the production guys came up to me and showed me on his phone, the picture of his new grandbaby. And I was so excited for him. It was his first grandchild. And so those kind of things, you know, at Seal Strip, we really, you know, it's important because, you know, you spend a lot of time at your job and, why not love your coworkers and love the people you work with? So that's well, really important to us. Yeah, your statements are definitely evidenced. And if you go on the website and you take a look at your about section and the team, there's a lot of folks in there that started at maybe um, an entry level position uh, who are now enjoying some you know, executive titles and some positions of importance in your organization. Um, and for those folks who, uh, you know, again, you might not be entirely familiar with Sealstrip, but I in banking come across a lot of organizations. Sealstrip gets it. They get it. They get the fact that they want to match employees with their skill set. They're not operating in this box where, hey, let me submit the application. And, you know, they're not going to necessarily say, well, if you don't fit the qualifications, you know, we don't want you. You know, if you show skills of promise, Heather is open minded enough. Heather and her team are open minded enough to recognize talent and possibly find a fit for you. Right. Am I describing that accurately? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Because for us, it's about having the right people. And all through the pandemic, one of the things that I've done is I, I've done as many as five a week, but now I'm doing two a week and I do video updates for our entire team twice a week. So they see me and they hear about things going on in the company and even in the world in general. Um, and I always sign off with the same ending. And that is that I tell 
everybody, all of our employees, they hear from me at least twice a week, say, be safe, be well, and much love. And that's really what Seal Strip's about. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and I'm not even part of your organization. So that's, that's wonderful. Uh, what do you like to do in your spare time, Heather? Um, in my spare time, I well, I would I used to say that I would watch my kids do their sports, but there isn't much watching of that anymore. Um, of course, I am um, I'm definitely into politics um, and following politics. I like reading. Um, I like a good crime novel as much as I like a documentary, um, historical biographies, those kind of things. And believe it or not, as nerdy as it sounds, um, I love to read business stories and business biographies and follow leadership paths of people who have really, really been inspirational. Yeah, that's not nerdy at all. That's you're just informing yourself. I think that's wonderful. So that's great. Anything else about Seal Strip or yourself that you'd uh, like to tell us before we part ways here? Um, I can't think of anything specific. Like I said, the best places to work program is a statewide program. And part of being in that program, I'd encourage other businesses to consider participating because the best thing you get from it is the reports and the feedback. So we've changed our 401k to make it more um, and more liked by the employees because of feedback we got on that survey. So it's not just about the recognition of being a best place to work. It's about getting real anonymous feedback from employees about what we can do better. And that's really the key to making it a great place to work is taking that feedback and saying, hey, how can we put this in place? How can we do better? And you know, once you have the knowledge you can do better. And, you know, I believe it was Maya Angelou who said, you know, know better, do better. And I think that's how we all, if we all live that way, the world becomes a much better and kinder place. I couldn't, could not agree more. And uh, Drew, for those of you who don't know Drew, Drew is from Delicious Marketing, does all the behind the scenes. And he said, my daughters and I would like to thank you for your contributions to Goldfish. <laughs> and I would say the same thing, the same thing. Love Making it. the world a better place, one package at a time. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So Heather, thank you so much for joining us today. If you hold on for just a moment, okay? Absolutely. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Thanks everybody for watching this episode of Chamber Chat Live. My name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the Director of Institutional Relationships and Marketing from the Victory Bank. And once again, we'd like to thank our 2021 Mission and Vision Partners, our MVPs. So until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in. Please like, turn on notifications, subscribe or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com.